Hi there and welcome to another episode of the People Like Us in Convo podcast. Today we have Tim from Brink Contemporary Arts, which is an organisation which specialises in street art and murals. They're based in Leamington Spa and have built up a large street art gallery and are running regular tours once a week, which shows off some of the best art in the area. Brink represents some of the finest muralists in the region and beyond and he also provides them with the opportunities for commissions and exhibition and event participation so here he is tim from brink contemporary art check him out hi all so i'm in leamington spa i'm talking to uh, a guy called brink who runs a an organization called um the brink arts Brink and Contemporary Arts. Brink Contemporary Arts, apologies, Brink Contemporary Arts. And um, he showcases a lot of the um, local artists um, from Leamington Spa, Coventry and the Midlands and he puts them all on the right path. And um, yeah, he injects them with his, uh, with his talent and they put all their talent on the walls and it's, it's great. So Tim, thanks very much for, for seeing us. Cheers, uh, Jay. Really, really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so in terms of the, the art, where did the love come, where did it all start? Um, it all goes back to when I was at school, when I was about 13, 14, and got into breakdancing and obviously like hip-hop and the whole graffiti New York scene and that. Um, started sketching and drawing. Um, never really like painted on walls back then. It was more like scribbling on the desk and, <laughs> you know, just like little sketch pads and that. Um, and then um, when, I, when I graduated from uni, um, I realised there weren't really many opportunities locally to exhibit or or do like live stuff, and so I looked at setting up my own exhibitions, and then that progressed into um, commissioning a few street art pieces in a uh, in a gallery space that I'd got, which was like a disused office. And um, was that was that just for you then? Was, at that time, was the office just for you, or did you have other guys no, there as well? There, it was a wicked place. It was like three floors. So the ground floor was a big open space, which where I had like um, sort of traditional paintings, prints, uh, a bit of sculpture, some installation, and then upstairs I'd, I'd got people in to do murals. So there's a guy called Magic who's out in Thailand now. He's been out there for a few years. Uh, he came and did a, a massive mural for us. Um, and there's also a guy from Birmingham called Title. Uh, he did the most amazing um, photorealist skull on a beautiful uh, sunset. Oh wow! Uh, incredible wall in an office. Uh, it just looked fantastic. The building's gone now, unfortunately. It got dumped, demolished, and then they've built some flats there. So all that work's disappeared. I actually saw it from the street as they when they pulled pulled, the down, pulled yeah. half the building down. One of the pieces that I'd done was was visible wow. from the road up on the third floor like that, did you, that was mad did you manage to get any photos of these back in the day you got any yeah, photos? yeah 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 there's photos um on our facebook page which is brink contemporary arts uh, our instagram is a bit more recent so it doesn't go back that far but I've, i'm starting to dig out yeah. photos from the archive and po- posting them as archive Ooh. You know, from back then and blah blah blah. So yeah. So just so obviously, um, <coughs> you, you were commissioned back then. So where was the progression after the, after the commissions that you got in terms of your love for the graffiti and the artwork? Um, yeah. So after inviting a few people and obviously painting stuff myself, I just like, I just like got full on the bug for it. It was just yeah, 
the just, Style just, Wars have anything to, to do with it? Just to do it. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, I mean, what, I remember watching that um, documentary Star Wars with Goldie and like, totally inspired by that. Um, yeah, seriously, man. And, and then more recently, obviously, we've started getting permission on walls and um, we've created an outdoor public gallery, street art gallery in Leamington that's not just on the canal, but most of it is down on the canal. Um, but it also stretches round into the Eagle Wreck. Um, we've created a gallery in, in the yard of one of the businesses here. Um, and we've commissioned murals up on Clement Street and other, other sort of places around. Um, so yeah, it's gradually expanding and people are like really like responsive to mm. it, you know, like people from all walks of life, you know, whether they're rich, poor, male, female, old, young, everyone seems to be really positive about it. Mm. I think because it's predominantly street art, which is pictorial and not so much of the like letters and, and yeah. the sort of traditional yeah. graffiti style, which a lot of you know, members of the public that aren't into that world they can't read it or they can't decipher it and for them that makes it something that they can't access easily whereas street art is a lot more accessible mm. um, it's easier for them to understand a picture mm. Mm. Uh, so yeah so but really good responses from everybody good intelligent questions on the street art tours as well of course I was just yeah, gonna wicked, move on yeah. to that so um, just to list listeners out there Tim's actually doing some um, street art tours in, in, in Leamington as well uh, you've done two so far yeah we've right? done two yeah we um, did we did do a few in the past but they, they were more informal um, there wasn't so much work now the tour lasts about an hour and 15 okay. an hour and a half maybe an hour and 15 minutes um, any particular route that you that you take or yeah in Leamington I or saw, it depends on who's who's on the tour so the last tour there was a a lady with a pushchair with a little baby and obviously with the ladder bridge there it's very difficult to access that as it happened we someone was able to help her with the push chair because it wasn't too heavy but previous one we had was a double push chair and that's impossible to get up there it's not wide enough so we had to like reschedule the route to go around the other way right which right. Was made it a bit longer but it's, yeah. it's fine it's fine we'll just accommodate and it's same if someone was in, in a wheelchair if they needed access or if there was some other reason why someone couldn't do it, yeah. couldn't do it Brilliant. for whatever and then we'd try and find a way to solve that problem I know we, we spoke before and you said that you were quite um, quite surprised at the number one the questions that you got asked on the tour mm. and number two the age group did you say you had a, a, a pensioner is to say it yeah there the was tour as well? a lady that was like in her mid 80s um, uh, there, there was two young lads I think one was about 10 the other was about four, 14 Sorry, yeah. how old were they, did you say they yeah, were? Yeah, so the, these two, two young lads, one was about 10, and the other one was about 14, but the questions that they asked were really intelligent questions. Mm. Um, not, you know, not just about the pictures or about the words, but actually about artists and about how you go about doing that and t can techniques, and they were really interested in how you do it. And mm. So you were quite you blown it. away, I suppose, by some of the questions, weren't you? By the yeah, sounds of things. Yeah. And obviously, because they're young, you know, it'd be good to try and get them into it if that's something they want to learn to do. Mm. Now's the right time for them to, to pick it up, you know. Just talking about that, obviously, you know, if it is something of interest, I know looking at your sites, you do project management, mm -hmm. you do canvases. Um, if somebody wanted a bit of um, 
graffiti or murals in an office, you do all that type of stuff as well. We do, yeah. So, do you have local artists from Leamington on your books? Anyone outside of Leamington? How does how does that work? What yeah, sort of I've got I've got local artists. I've got regional artists, so all across the West Midlands, uh, East Midlands, and then I've also got national artists, wow. people all over the country. Um, I think the furthest furthest away is going to be Scotland. Got a couple of artists in Ireland. Uh, then there's people down south, Bristol, obviously, London, Brighton. Uh, it's great it's that all over. Basically, it's great that what you do and where you're located in terms of Leamington Spa, you're getting such a, a wide amount of artists involved, and you know you're getting them work, which is uh, you know, which is absolutely tremendous. Yeah, and the fact that we're in the middle of the country means that we're sort of accessible pretty easily from anywhere else in the country. Mm. So if you're travelling from up north, you know the Midlands. We travel from down south, the Midlands. Yeah. It's like the central hub, if you like. Absolutely. We're almost right in the middle of the country, so. That's good. I mean, we're actually, we're actually surrounded by, I mean, at the moment, I'm looking at a, um, a nice sort of a Indian, Indian head by a gentleman from Coventry called Dynamic Art. You've also got Rumour. Yeah. And I always say this wrong, N4T4, which is That's right. Nathan. Yeah, yeah. So I know you've got a little bit of history about these guys, these guys that you work with often, and they always yeah, they're, with you? they're regulars. They're, they've supported us since the start, really. And it's, it's been interesting watching their work develop as well. Um, even someone who's, in my opinion, at the, pretty much at the top of his game, N44. Oh, his, absolutely. Yeah. His work's developed over the last few years, and it's, mm. it's, it's getting, it's just incredible. Like, he, he's hiding images within images, like creating a, a big face, but then in the foreground there's like a street scene yeah. or like a landscape and it's just like did wow you, did you see the nhs pieces in on the side of the bus oh god yeah <laughs> absolutely incredible so there, there was a street scene with an ambulance and stuff hidden in or embedded in the shoulder, shoulder yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of the nurse yeah wicked work good because i know um i actually saw one of nathan's um uh, a murals he did in a restaurant in um was it in solihull was it like a, a caribbean restaurant he did in there and obviously, I know you've done some work in, um, is it House in Leamington as well? Yeah. So yeah. you've done pubs and clubs and all those. Yeah, yeah, we've lessons. done a lot of interior design. Um, we've even, I mean, me and Dynamic, we went up to uh, a nightclub in Buxton, Derbyshire. Oh, gosh, okay. And I painted up there, did the, did the full interior. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff around. It's, it's just a case of getting out there and finding it. I know it's a bit difficult at the moment yeah, with course. COVID and that, because you know but a lot of the restaurants and bars and pubs are starting to open again now so no, that's good you know that's good so um obviously you're you you go by the name of, of lord nom that's right yeah um, that's my old dj name from back oh in is the it day. yeah 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 oh, okay so like um basically i was trying to come up with a name i was emceeing for for a mate of mine who was djing dj pepsi i don't know if you remember pepsi name rings a bell kenilworth lad but anyway i was doing a bit of emceeing for him and um I needed a name basically and we were just chatting and his mum came into the room and it was like age 17 you know and uh, she says oh I found this word the other day that, that well, I think would work as a, an MC's name I'm like yeah okay thinking what the fuck she gonna say you know? <laughs> and she says it's this word Lord Num it means alcohol it's alcohol and opium mixed together and it creates an out-of-body experience oh nice
think we've both had now to body experience with the trains going <laughs> past. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so yeah, it's probably mad for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the, the, basically this word laudanum, um, L-A-U-D-A-N-U-M, is a mixture of alcohol and opium um, that was used in Victorian times as an out-of-body experience, also sometimes used as a painkiller. So it was kind of a bit like modern-day acid, if you like. My gosh. Um, okay. And it was quite cheap, so everybody that wanted to get mashed took it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, she, she suggested that if I spelt, if I changed the spelling of this word laudanum, and actually had lord, and then num as the second, so it's like num, who is a lord. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Then it, yeah, it's yeah. almost like a bit like LSD. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. it's like a play on drugs, but at the same time, it's creating a name. Yeah, it's a wicked yeah. idea. So yeah. took that name, and I've stuck with that. When I started doing doing graph seriously, um, street art, I, I dropped the Lord bit and just went with num because it was just four letters, and I changed the B to a three, so it looked like a capital B, but without the stick at the side. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And then I thought, oh, shit, man, everything's getting getting big now. Thing, you know. The, the, the stuff in Leamington is just looking wicked. We've done so many things. Like we could have a festival for seven years, art in a park for seven years. Like so many things that I just thought, you know what? I'm. Everyone knew me as Lord Num. Why am I? Why have I reinvented it? myself as this guy Num? Nobody knows me as Num. Yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go back to being Lord Num. And some people, local people that have seen the street art, have st have contacted me and say. I didn't realise it was you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like shit, man. Fucking wicked. Like you're good. back on the scene. So, just <coughs> going back to you, you mentioned you, you, you've done work for about about seven years, roughly, for the Godiva Festival. Yeah. Um, That's basically thanks to man like Colin Bell. Oh, big up Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Colin. right, man. And, yeah. and uh, the uh, West Indian Club in Spon Street. Street. Spon Street. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was instrumental in getting us involved. I That's mean, really we, good. We were involved in Godiva before. Uh, the street art happened anyway because I was part of um, a music organisation called the Grind Creative Collective and we put on nights in Leamington and Colin invited us to take over the rhythm tent on Sunday, I think it was in 2000 and 2001 or 2002, I can't remember exactly. uh, It was the early days of the festival yeah, wasn't it? it right, yeah, okay. when, when the main when the mar the rhythm tent market was over the other side of the field of the, the yeah, park, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, basically we took over the the Sunday and, and we ran it. I was actually on stage all day because I was in five different acts. Bloody hell! So I just I didn't even have time to have a piss. It was that <laughs> busy, and um, yeah. yeah, it was pretty mental. So yeah, Colin got us in then, and then I happened to bump into him one day and asked him about when I started doing the street art. Hang on a minute. Yeah, I just happened to, to to bump into him and I said, look, I'm, I'm doing quite a bit of street art. Is there any like chance that we could you could put me in touch with the right people so we can maybe start doing some at Godiva? And so he put me in touch with one of the main producers and um, and they were well up for it. So so yeah, we we started off on one of the perimeter fences mm. looking into the field. I think there was five. Because I know last year you had quite artists. a lot of artists there, didn't you? Yeah, you had some of the yeah. part and then you had some of the gallery is that right uh yeah that was because some of the work got destroyed so okay. ba basically when that grime act last year i, f I forget who it was but it got cancelled because there, there were people um pushing too much and someone got crushed against one of the barrier fences at the front of the, the queue there were too many people in the tent and basically the mc said look if you don't back off we're going to 
cancel this act and they didn't listen so they cancelled the act right at which point there were quite a lot of angry youths basically looking for something to smash up and take their aggression out on and, it was and unfortunately the unfortunately art. the street yeah. art was yeah. the first thing they came into contact with and, and they just smashed it up basically and then Jess Pinson, who was the curator for the Herb oh, Art Jess, Gallery, yeah, no, Jess, yeah, she yeah, yeah. kindly um, salvaged the work uh, first thing in, on Sunday morning and put it all away safely and put a couple of the pieces up. So she, she had one piece by Graffaflage. She did an amazing fox, running fox. And then there was Dynamics, um, Grandmaster Flash portrait that he did um, oh, wow. of him scratch DJing. And, and yeah, those two pieces ended up either side of the youth tent, which was cool. It was a bit of a shock for me when I arrived on Sunday and the, and the artwork had gone. <laughs> I was like, what, where, where, hang on a minute, where's it gone? And then I saw two pieces over, over the other side of the field. So I went and investigated and then Jess told me what had happened. So yeah, it was a bit mad. And obviously with, um, you know, City of Culture next year, um, I'm sure that, you know, you, you, you'll have some sort of part in that. I can't um, say anything about no, that. No, that's My lips are sealed, Absolutely mate. fine. <laughs> Stay um, tuned. It's absolutely fine. but. Just going back to the local guys, because I know we had a bit of a walk around the, because uh, where we are at the moment, this is we're just next to a canal, so we've got lots of walls of, of graffiti and uh, artwork. There's actually a gentleman up there taking taking photos. Yeah, there was well. a couple there as well, just before you pulled up, um, uh, taking pictures of the NHS work. This one's going to take ages. It's a fucking goods train. <laughs> <laughs> relentless <laughs> isn't it so just going back to back to Lord Norma I, I, I love that name and I know that we spoke about this before but I'm just so intrigued by that piece you've done called fly tip and it's just so awesome mm -hmm. um, and I actually thought it was spray but it's actually paint yeah it's gloss paint so it's like the how have you got the separation in the colors oh man it literally just up a ladder tipped it straight out of the pot onto the wall simple as that Simple but as that. the clever thing about it, um, about the actual art, is the way you've tipped it, you've got the separation of the colours on the actual wall, mm -hmm. but then as it goes on the floor, they all mix. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's because there was so much paint, like, it literally, and it's gloss paint, so it, it's gloopy, and it, like, it, when I tipped it on the wall, it didn't just like run straight down like water. It almost like, like, um, like slime, you know that slime that kids have. It was a bit like that. It's mm. just like gloopy mm. shit, like <laughs> slowly making its way down the wall. And so when it got to the bottom, it just pulled, and then the next colour went, and it pulled into it. And because it's oil-based paint, it it almost stays separated. Mm. It's a bit like um, melted ice cream, you know, like uh, yeah, 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 like Neapolitan, where you've got like pinks, yeah, all mixed reds, together, yeah. all spiralled yeah. in together like marble patterns. Beautiful, man. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely superb. Uh, but it's purely accidental. I, I, I call it action painting because basically I'm using gravity. You know, that I, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to look like until it's finished. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. I like that way of working as well. Like, well, it's off the cuff as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, not having a design. I hate it when people say to me, oh, can, can you give me a design for an abstract piece? I mean, what? 
you know, nobody ever asked Jackson Pollock for a sketch. <laughs> he would have told him to piss off. It's just like, I'll just do the painting. No, I don't need to draw it first. I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And it was great. Um, obviously, myself and my other half, we, we, we came down here to see you guys in action. So we saw, you know, uh, Nathan, Dynamic Art. But I've got to mention the boys. I've got to mention Zuki, Zed. And uh, the other gentleman was, was it Third Eye? Is that, is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah. Um, and Panda. Yeah, and Panda. I mean, you know, they're like, they're royalty in, in, in terms of the, the art world in the UK. It was great for them to come down. It, mm. it really, really was. Um, and I know you were, you were really happy with the work that they've done. So, uh, yeah, not just that. It's an honour. Yeah. It's an honour for Absolutely. me to have someone who's been painting for so long. I mean, Zuki has painted it for us before at an event we put on in uh, Kenilworth uh, Community Centre there. Um, and the piece he did back then was great. In fact, I've still got one board that's got part of his work on it. Fucking hell. It's a long one. If I'd fancy having my car hanging out the, in between, <laughs> like that one. What happens when it goes round a corner, like round a bend? There's a lot of freight trains at the moment with cars in it. So it's quite a uh, different experience in terms of podcasting. Bonkers. So yeah, so you Bonkers. said you got one, you got one. Yeah, so. Left. So the, the piece that Zuki did like a few years ago, I think it was over like four or five boards. So it would have been... Uh, what was it, characters? Was it writing on no, it? No, it was writing and a character. Uh, his traditional stuff, you know. Um, mm. But yeah, most of, oh, oh, God knows, the boards just like, they were in storage. Some of them got reused. They just got pulled out at random and we like painted it, you know, put them together, paint mm. them black, put some new stuff on it. Um, but I went through some of these boards the other day and there's like, there's one board of that piece by Zuki. I ain't got any of the other bits oh, of it, just no. this one thin slice, like a yeah. cross section. Yeah. So I've kept that. Oh, brilliant. Keep, so that's, that, that's your that. little souvenir. Yeah, man. Um, I've just got a couple more questions for, for you, Tim. As I said, I'm delighted that you, you decided to speak to us. It's a real honour. Um, obviously, lockdown has affected everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, because myself, I'm in the arts as well, you know, I do a bit of DJing. Yourself, obviously, you do a bit of painting. And both of us use um, what we do to soothe the soul, I suppose, and mm. also try and push our mental issues to, to one side. How have you found it, lockdown? How has it, how's it affected you? Yeah. Because obviously, you, you probably haven't been able to be as prolific as you yeah, sure. would have been. Um, it's made me quite anxious, to be honest. I, mean, I, I, I don't mind admitting that I've, I've got a history of depression and anxiety, I've, I, I struggle with it daily. Mm. Um, sometimes I can just about cope with it, other times it's overwhelming. Um, being busy helps, sometimes that makes it worse. I just have to take each day as it comes basically. Um, but being creative um, myself, that's that helps with that. Um, but also helping other people to fulfill their, their dreams and their wishes and helping them create because of course that helps them, but then that also expands the work and it means that so many more members of the public can enjoy it too, which mm. then helps their well-being and their mental health. 
you know, and it's skills. great satisfaction as well to, to be able to give younger people or people that don't do what you do the option to be able to, I suppose, lose themselves for a couple of hours. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, get rid of their troubles that they yeah. have. People are sending me messages saying, thank you for what you've created. You know, mm. it's, it, it's brightened up the, the town and it's also given us somewhere where we want to go. Mm. Like the canal was a bit grotty before, there's problems with littering, um, particularly beer cans and bottles and, and that. Um, also like, you know, plastic bags and stuff like that. And there's, there's wildlife down there, man. We've got ducks and swans mm. and moorhens and, and that. So I don't know, I think it's a bit of a shame, but the street art scene, along with the canal adoption group that I'm part of, because we've got litter pickers um, and we, we do regular days, we have grapple days, oh, that's good. stuff like that's that. Good. So, you know, there's people fishing chunks of metal out the canal looking for like old guns and whatever, and, you know, wedding rings and stuff like that. But alongside that, you've got antisocial behaviour, so you've got drug dealing and you've got drug taking. Yeah. I mean, this one guy. Um, is, this, is this where we are now, Tim? Is it around this, this yeah, area? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, so this guy, um, he set up a group called Lem Trash Friends, and they, they, they went out and just did a litter pick of uh, syringes, sharps, oh used sharps. And I, I can't remember exactly how many, but just in one spot, he found over 700. Over 700 sharps, and that's just like a repeat. That's probably three or four people that have been there every single day for God knows how long, you know, a year maybe. Yeah. And they just drop their syringes there, and it, it's dreadful, you know. So is, is working together, yeah. it's sort of, it's kind of cured some of the antisocial behaviour. Um, yeah, same, same with tagging and stickers and all that. And what, what's, crap, you know. what's your vision for, for Brink's contemporary art? Because as, as we both said, you know, art's just great for your, your mental health, uh, you know, and it, it makes you lose that feeling of sadness you had for a while. Mm. Is your business, what, what's your vision for it? What, what do you, you want to do? I just want to make it as big and as, as powerful as I possibly can. You know, mm. I, I'd like to be in a position where I've, uh, I'm offered budgets on, and based on the quality of the work, I mean, that the standard that of the work yeah, yeah. That, w that we demand ourselves, that people will offer us large budgets and they won't, they won't give us uh, strict guidelines. They'll basically trust the fact that we, we guarantee, you know, we, we, we've got strict um, levels of quality ourselves internally. Mm. So when it comes to doing a job, you know, we, we make sure that we get it right. Um, so we can be trusted and I'm, I'm hoping that pretty soon I'm gonna start getting offered large budgets and be able to bring people in, not just regionally and nationally, but internationally. There's some mm. big names that I wanna see, particularly I mean, in Coventry with yeah. City of Culture next year. It would be amazing being able to get some big, big international names. You know, you know they had Jim Vision there the other way. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aztec from that's London. That's right. Yeah, that's right. respect to both of them. Jim's a, Jim's a top bloke. That's good. Um, that's really that's, that's that's really commendable that you know that, that you want to do that. And and one thing you can always do as well is, if people really want to dig into what you do you can show them the work that you did with the school because yeah. I know you did work with the local school didn't you yeah in, uh, there's all, all sorts yeah there's all sorts I mean we work with um, a school in Birmingham called James Brindley school and um, ironically James Brindley was the guy who um, designed and 
was the architect for the canal network. Oh, okay. There's a statue okay. of him in the canal basin in Coventry. Um, <coughs> so it was kind of ironic that James Brindley School contacted me and asked me to work with the kids on a piece um, underneath Five Ways yeah, um, yeah. train station. There's a massive bridge that I think is six lanes of traffic. So that it's like 40 metres long. And, um, I bet that was challenging with the children. We painted, <laughs> we basically painted Birmingham in massive seven foot letters. I say we, I didn't paint it. Yeah. I designed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I coordinated the kids and helped them to realise it themselves, which was cool because it meant that they'd created it rather than me painting it and then watching. They actually created it. Um, so it says welcome to in small letters and then Birmingham in massive letters and then it's got the Brink Contemporary Arts and uh, one of the companies that sponsored it, which no longer trading. Mm. Um, <coughs> Uh, and it had the Canal and River Trust logo on it as well, because it was uh, sort of coordinated partly by them. They provided us with a boat, for example, and we were able to, um, we had we had somebody there from the Canal and River Trust, so he, he was able to help us with the health and safety side of things and, and, and that. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing. I think the work's still there. I don't think anyone's Brilliant. tampered with it yet, but. Uh, no, that's really good, it's good yeah, that you. Yeah. And they, they were really, they were really well-behaved kids too, and really responsive, which I was quite surprised because it, the, the the thing with the school is that they're kids that come from broken home, broken background, you know, maybe parents and a drug addict or alcoholic, or they might be an orphaned, or mm. parent is in prison, or God knows, they're, they're basically they haven't got solid parental background or family, so these kids are quite vulnerable. But they were a lot more responsive than some of the kids I've worked with that are a bit more upper class, you know. They're, I was quite surprised, it was, mm. it was refreshing. They were really grateful too. That's brilliant. I've got a couple more questions for you, Tim. So um, I've got to ask you this one. Who are your top three favourite favorite artists? <laughs> no particular order. <laughs> uh, um, Van Gogh has got to be definitely in the top three, um, just because his he, he, he was a tortured soul for a start. Um, he had a dreadful life, suffered not only with mental health problems, but he was also a bit of a psychopath. He bought a gun, intended to shoot his best mate, Gauguin. Um, um, and we, we sort of know that through art history and symbology, because he painted a picture of Gauguin's chair. And that is a symbol of someone having died but Gauguin hadn't died, he was still alive. So why was Van Gogh painting his chair? You know, Tim, and, and, I didn't know that, you know. No, and the reason why he was painting his chair was because he bought a gun and he intended to kill him. And the reason he w wanted to kill him was because he was jealous of his success. Van Gogh, n I don't think he sold any of his paintings during his lifetime, no, no, wow. nothing. His brother was an art agent and he took all his work off him out of kindness and he gave him a bit of an allowance because he was quite successful as an agent, but he just hung all the paintings in his house. Mm. And his mates that used to come round, who were other agents and artists, used to say, why do you hang that garbage on your wall? It's shit, you know? And he's like, it's my brother. What am I supposed to do with mm. it, you know? And now his works are like some of the most expensive, sort of you know, they've, well, they've yeah. gone for, for tens of millions of pounds. You know, valuable work. Um, sec second number two, number two, two. I'd say <laughs> it's got to be Leonardo da Vinci. 
Um, the guy was a fucking genius. He, he wasn't just an artist, he was an architect. He was an engineer. I mean, fuck's sake, man. He invented the pile driver. You know that bloody great big hammer that they knock posts into the ground? Oh, I never he knew that. He invented that. He invented the tank. He invented the, well, pr precursor to the bloody aeroplane as well, the hand glider. There's, there's wow. a little drawing for a hand glider. The helicopter, he actually did a drawing of a helicopter before the technology was even there. They also reckon that the, the Turin Shroud was possibly created by Leonardo da Vinci and it's actually a, a negative photograph of himself. So a self-portrait and it was done using the pinhole camera technique. So what he did was he soaked this piece of fabric in, I think it's silver nitrate, whatever the silver chemical is that they use in photography to create negatives um, and f f to make a mark on a, on, a, on, a, on a surface of a material. So what he did was he, he basically strung this canvas in, in the dark space and then removed the cover from the pinhole with his face looking at the pinhole. And what mm -hmm. happened was the light went through this pinhole and was projected upside down, back to front, onto mm. the canvas, and it burnt the mark, the marks of his face into the canvas. And then he put the pin hole, covered it back up, and somehow made, made it um, f like, like stick. Mm. So he, How clever. He made it fast, so, it, it, so you couldn't remove it. And of course the church, the Catholic church now, you know, they, 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 they still say that it is actually Jesus's imprint from the tomb that he was put in, but, um, oh, uh, they've done like carbon testing and that piece of fabric isn't old enough to be mm. from Jesus's time. It yeah. is old and it does predate Da Vinci. So he, he actually thought about the age of the fabric mm. and they reckon he was probably trying to make a fake Turin shroud, but using him himself as the image, wow. which is almost like saying, I am the son of God. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. I am Christ. The guy was a genius. Man. Yeah. Number three, <laughs> who got for number three? Number three, it's gotta be Banksy, isn't it? Yeah. You know what he's done for street art is just incredible. I mean, he has, uh, as an artist, I know we spoke about this before. He's um, his artwork is very clever in terms of where they're put, yeah, and in terms of the political meaning of where they're put mm -hmm. and the messages. Um, and it has raised the um, it's raised the profile of street art massively yeah. in, in the last ten years, without yeah. shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I mean, his his works go for quite a lot at auction and you know they change hands i mean he printed a load of fake 10 pound notes with lady diana's f face on them and he gave them some of them out at glastonbury and people were actually spending them and he realized that he probably shouldn't give them out because people were going to use them and then that what basically was he'd forged a million quid in 10 pound notes but the one the ones that are, that are actually like exchanged as works of art um they now fetch about 50 60 70 quid for a fake ten pound note, wow. you know. From Banksy, I yeah. mean, that's 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 an alchemist at work right there, taking a piece of paper, printing some shit on it, and then selling it for like, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. like for, for like seventy quid. I mean, what, you know, that's that's making gold. That's from genius. Nothing. Yeah, man. So as we're coming out the end of lockdown, um, what have you what, what have you learned? What, what are you what are you going to take from it, Tim? Oh, mate, what's what's happening in the world? You know, 
what's what's going on with the politics and the it seems to me like that this virus was almost an opportunity for us to to address consumerism mm. capitalism and most of us saw that opportunity and we wanted to grab it with both hands but the powers that be and the corporations that have so much influence over government they basically don't want to give up their profit profiteering they don't want to give up their mm. pollutive ways of behaving and they don't want us to change either mm. because if we change we don't spend money on crap we don't need that they make money from um, unfortunately it's the small businesses that are suffering at the moment indeed and the big corporations are, are flourishing aren't they yep the big corporations are well they've got enough capital to survive this whereas the smaller businesses haven't got enough capital um, most of them it's a shame but it's the for me it's more of a shame that we've not taken the opportunity to 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 change the way we live because climate change is a thing you know pollution is a thing and mm. if we want the human race to survive we want our children's 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 children to of to course. actually have a planet to live on that's not a pile of crap then we need to change the way we live and unfortunately the powers that be are in bed with the corporations and they don't want us to change mm. So I don't know how we address that, but so that's, that's what annoys me most of all about this. We've seen how clean it can be, you know. Now listen, how many bloody trains have gone past <laughs> during this interview? <laughs> yeah, there's been a few. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so can I, can I just say, like, we're, we're missing the opportunity to save the planet and in the process, save the human race. Mm. Capitalism and consumerism does not care. Mm. And no, not only that, but it was invented by humans. Mm. We invented something that inevitably is going to be our demise. Absolutely. Crazy. So last thing, so if people want to book you, book some of your artists, if they want any work doing at home in a bedroom or in their office, mm -hmm. how do they get hold of you? What websites are you on? What social media networks? Yeah. How do we get hold of you? So basically, main two two places would be Facebook which is Brink Contemporary Arts or on Instagram it's Brink Street Art they're the two main ways to get hold of us uh, just send us a message or tag us in something and we'll pick it up at some Brilliant. point Tim Brink pleasure having you respect you and thanks very much for your time Jay thank you pleasure thank you very much nice one mate <laughs>